Coming up on this episode, we begin by discussing the Jeopardy host controversy and sharing some dad jokes. Then we get into the week's tech news, including Facebook's virtual office and the end of the magnetic stripe. Stick around, it all starts right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 318, recorded August 23rd, 2021. Double Jeopardy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast on gadgets, the internet, and of course, you. I am Sean Jennings, joined as always by a man who uh, he's closing doors, but he's opening windows. It's Colby Rabbit. Hello, Colby. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Yeah. I should have uh, said he makes a better door than a window, but uh, that would have made sense. I've been told that more than once. Yeah, yeah. that's one of those old. That and um, I always love the one where they go like, oh, hey, who's, who sang that song? And you say the name of the band and then they say, let's keep it that way. <laughs> when, when you're singing a bad impression of a band. I always love that one. Those dad jokes. I always love that. Yep. Yep. Those are classics. Are there any more? Oh, I'm sure there. I mean, if I just Google what's up, dog, what's up, dog, is a dad joke now? I don't know. Maybe. Wasn't that not non-ironic at some point? Like, probably briefly. Uh, what does a lemon say when it answers the phone? Mm, I don't know. Yellow. What uh, what kind of car does an egg drive? Um, uh, mm, I don't know. I a Yolkswagen. Yolkswagen. I mean, come on. Some of these are <laughs> some of these are really bad. <laughs> How do you follow Will Smith in the snow? I don't know. You look for the fresh prints. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. <laughs> and then I got a bunch of these one-liners. Uh, that car looks nice, but the muffler seems exhausted. <laughs> these are... Thanks, Country Living Magazine, for this great list. Wow. <laughs> what do you call somebody with no body and no nose? Uh, what? Nobody knows. Oh, God, just nauseating. <laughs> it's truly disgusting. I'm reading a book about anti-gravity. It's impossible to put down. <laughs> I used to hate facial hair, but then it grew on me. How does the taco say grace? I did see this one on the list, but oh, you, you, I'll give you the reveal. Let us pray. Let us pray. This one's actually very like not good what's a robot's favorite snack bolts computer chips but i don't think that's good <laughs> computer chips I, I don't i don't i don't like that some of these are anyway this isn't what uh don't trust atoms they make up everything yeah these oh. are these are whack okay disgusting wow. yep well, but let's get serious for a moment, Colby, because we're actually here to talk about the situation in Afghanistan. My question for you, is this the inevitable end of a 20-year American military boondoggle, or can it be laid square at the feet of the Biden administration who bungled the effort started by President Trump? Your thoughts? I don't know. It seems inevitable, but what are you going to do? So are you saying you're pro-Taliban? Is that what I'm understanding? Yes. Yeah, you, you That's the takeaway. <laughs> Yeah. Would you say you're anti-America or pro-Taliban? <laughs> Why not both? Just kidding. That's that's going to be the episode. This online <laughs> someday. That's going to be the I... episode title. Colby loves the Taliban. <laughs> you're welcome. I I really hope none of us ever become famous one day because. Well, did you follow the Jeopardy host thing? The controversy around the new Jeopardy host. Well, I I very briefly heard that like they like audition. I mean, I don't I don't watch Jeopardy. I I haven't been following it that. Yeah, way, we're not retirees, like, so right. I heard they auditioned people and then they chose to make some dude who was like the producer of Jeopardy the host, and then it turned out that like he's a terrible person. He's like a real jerk or something. 
Yeah, you pretty much got it. He set up the auditions to basically favor himself because he was the boss who picked himself. <laughs> but the best part, and the reason I bring it up, is because he actually got away with it, and he was named the host. And then some reporter right. went and found a podcast he did for a couple of years back in like 2015, 2017, right in there when he was executive producer of The Price is Right uh -huh. at the time. And he, it's exactly what you would think a white guy executive producer game show host guy would do on a podcast and just talk about like, because he would have on some of the like prices right people and stuff. And you have the models on and talk about like how they were fat and stuff when they weren't. And just like really, really gross, not like outwardly, but just like that level of like, Oh, this dude sucks. And, right. and a reporter found him and, and you know, made sure to pu publish all the episodes and the excerpts. And I'm like, man, someday someone's going to do that to us. Or they're going to pull some episode from like 2015 where something not a, Thankfully, we're not that bad, but who oh boy, there's a lot of evidence. who knows, like, you know, the world changes, Sean. You know, know. It's, things were different back in those days. I, I just feel bad for whatever poor intern, unpaid intern has to listen to 300 plus hours of this program <laughs> where I think arguably 85% of it isn't good. Like, I think the 15% that's good is is good, but most of it is very forgettable. So I apologize. <laughs> Sucks to suck. I hope they still have smart speed when that's uh, when that's going. Yeah, when good transcription so they can just control F, you know. <laughs> right. Colby loves the Taliban and other, other great things. I really don't love the Taliban. Okay. Oof, I was worried. Just to, just to set the record straight. Are you saying I made that up? Yes, I, I am. I don't appreciate that. It was a trap. Uh, um, now, wait, wait. Before we move on. Yes. So the guy, like, rigged the he rigged well, the contest? Well, rigged is a strong word. So here's the, the sort of high level of what happened, where Mike Richards is the guy's name. He was the executive producer of Jeopardy in Trebek's final year. Um, so he was there. It's not like he showed up when Trebek died, but he was there. Gotcha. Right. And then when Trebek passed, they said, we got to audition people. And the first guy they auditioned was Ken Jennings, former famous right. Jeopardy guy who did a decent right. job. And in his last week of guest hosting, he had like a scheduling conflict, which wasn't a big deal. They could have worked around it. But Mike Richards said, whoa, no, no. Hey, no, no, no. Don't worry about it, Ken. I'll guest host for you. Not a problem because he used to host. He's hosted game shows like years and years ago. And he's the most vanilla game right. show host you've ever seen. He's very boring. And so I mean, his name is Mike Richards. Mark, Mark Mike Richards. Mike Richards. Un, un, unremarkable. Um, and so he said, no, 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 I'll do it. I'll do it. And like the press wrote it up as like, oh, he stepped in at the last minute and all this. But like <laughs> he really didn't have to. Like they would have been just fine. And he also positioned himself like the order in which they did the guest host. Like he kind of assured himself really high ratings. And so when they got to the end of the search, he had high ratings and everyone, because he was like the EP, they're like, oh, he, he had low expectations. So everyone was like, oh, he did a great job, even though he did an OK job. And he was on the committee to pick the winner of the guest host competition. And guess who won? Mike Richards. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's well, absolutely right. crazy. And so when it came out, people were really uh, unhappy. They were really upset. I mean, he did an OK job, but um they were looking for an excuse to get him in trouble. And uh, then this article they came out. He was also it. he was sued when he was at the Price is Right for, I think, firing a model. Well, because she got pregnant and some other really slimy stuff. Um, I think that's that's the one that I heard or something. I didn't hear. I hadn't heard about the podcast, but it was like, well, that the podcast was, was like, the last straw. When that story came out, then he stepped back. He's he's by the way, still going to executive produce the show, but he's not going to host it. And they're going to try and find a new host. Uh, a new different host. So nice. That's, wow. that's the controversy right there. Not, not a good look for Jeopardy. No, <laughs> you might even say that Jeopardy is in Jeopardy. You should be writing newspaper headlines, man. That's good <laughs> stuff right there. That is good. How, did, did you just come up with that now? Or have you been sitting on that? Yeah, that's good. Uh, off the cuff. Wow. That's really I, uh, good. Your improv skills are off the chart. Right. Damn. We haven't done the show in a couple of weeks, so I got a lot of like you know pent up uh, energy. You just have Col a you just have a note, You have a notebook full of jokes based on recent headlines, <laughs> like Jeopardy is in Jeopardy. Yeah, that could be the show title. Jeopardy in Jeopardy. I'm gonna write that in until we come up with double, something. 
Is that what double jeopardy is? Double jeopardy. <laughs> you got it. Boom. There you go. It's in the spreadsheet now. Oh, uh, amazing. No, I was going to move on to talk about something near and dear to your heart. What is it? The great state of Rhode Island, where I was for a few days the other week. Rhode Island. Yes. Yes. Turns out uh, it's not an actual island. So that was my first thing I learned. No, there are a series of islands that kind are of part of Rhode Island, but like the the most most of it is is not an island. No, it's, it's actually it's a it's a nice uh, mild place. I would say better than Delaware, but less interesting than everywhere else. Yeah, I appreciate uh, that. I but uh, no, I was there for four days for a trade show for work in the great city of Providence. And Colby, uh, do you want to try and guess my biggest Rhode Island observation? Something I can say applies to the whole state that's very obvious there's a lot of dunkin donuts i actually didn't see that many to be honest with you did you drive there i did drive there what's it that the drivers are just stupid you're really close those had to be the worst quality roads i've ever driven on i was and it's not that it was some roads versus others it's like literally every road was (laughs) trash i could not believe it the the so coming back obviously i live in massachusetts and driving to my parents house in rhode island um you can tell if you close your eyes just like while you're driving zone out (laughs) maybe as the passenger in the car if you close your eyes you can tell when you cross the Rhode Island cross the border into Rhode Island because suddenly the road is like eight times bumpier than it was before not to bring up Afghanistan but I think the roads are better in Afghanistan (laughs) than they are in Rhode Island I mean it was staggering to me how consistently shitty they were and I'm like where do you just not pay taxes there or they just spend your taxes on something more fun I don't know. I really don't know. You know, I never, I guess I kind of paid taxes there, but not, not in any meaningful amount. And that's why at a time when I was important, people like yourself are moving out of the state, taking your tax dollars with you. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, Rhode Island's a place, but uh, I think the drivers are bad there. I I kind of drove straight to pro. I didn't really drive around a lot. I think it's like they just aren't very good at driving. That's a, our our driving tests were incredibly lax. Like I went to I went to like a regional school and there were people from Massachusetts there and mm-hmm. so like like their driving tests versus our driving tests. Like I can't I didn't have to learn how to parallel park. I still don't I've parallel parked a car like maybe <laughs> once or twice, but like I just avoid situations where that might might be necessary. I never had to learn. I had to like drive around the block. I think I only made like right turns. I don't even <laughs> I don't even know if I had to go left. Will, will, will you make a commitment right now, Colby? If I get you in a car, will you let me teach you how to parallel park? Yeah, let's do it. All right. I'm, that's actually, and this isn't like I'm not like insanely good at it, but I'm pretty good at parallel parking, and it does not phase me. So I would love to get you in a car and teach. There's like one secret you have to know, and if you can do that, you can parallel park anywhere. So yeah, I'm gonna take good care of you. Next time, next time I get a rental, I'll get the I'll get the damage so waiver. If, I was about to say, so if we you know crash into a few cars, we're good. It's fine. Uh, no, I drove straight to Providence. I didn't really drive around the state too much, but Providence, what a lovely city. I really liked it. It was very nice. I stayed uh, right next to the convention center, was at the convention center for a while, ate at a couple of the restaurants around there. And, uh, I gotta tell you, I honestly liked it a lot. It was very nice. Yeah. Did you pop down to the, uh, like the state house at all? It's, it's very nice there. No, but I did have to run and get lunch at the Cheesecake Factory at the mall. It's right across the street. So I was pretty darn close. Yeah, I've been to that Cheesecake Factory fives of times. (laughs) Well, it's a a valuable lesson that uh, if you have a group of 10 people you have to get lunch for, there's enough options there that everyone can find something to eat. That's true. I that was probably the first Cheesecake Factory I went to. And I think the people I was there with had also never been before. And it took us a very long time to navigate the menu because we just weren't prepared for the depth. Oh, the, well, you should have the, seen. So real depth. 
I was standing in the trade show booth. So at a trade show, I'm in marketing. The sales guys are doing the sales stuff. The product managers are managing the products. My job is to just make sure nothing melts down. I don't really have like, a, I'm just like clean up and get people things kind of guy. Right. Uh, but I'm also the lunch order guy. And so I pulled up DoorDash on my phone and was passing it person to person, like just put in what you want. And I'll order and go get it. But with the Cheesecake Factory having like a literal 200 item menu, it took it literally took like 45 minutes to get the lunch order taken from everybody because of just how long it took. I believe it. It's, it's dangerous. It's wild. Dangerous. That's cool, though. I haven't been to where we used to go to the flower show. OK, at, at the at the convention center there. I think I. I I feel like that's the only thing I've ever been to there. It's a perfectly competent convention center. Yeah. Big it's building. Pretty, pretty conventional. It is right down the middle. Yeah, no, it was interesting being at the, uh, the first convention since COVID um, because nobody was wearing masks um, and people yeah. were shaking hands. Gross. Ugh. And talking at one another and God bless contractors. But I saw more than one, Trump won shirts or here's your freedom with the middle finger or other such apparel. I nice. don't think those people are vaccinated. Maybe I'm stereotyping. It seems unlikely. So, but I got COVID. I came back and immediately got COVID tested and I tested negative. So <laughs> you stopped that sentence in the wrong, like the, how did I say it? You said I got COVID. And then you like stopped and like cleared your throat and you said, test. I got COVID tested immediately. <laughs> yeah, I got COVID, Colby. I didn't tell you. Just forgot to yeah. mention that. You're like that doctor in Arrested Development. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, I got to get a tape machine and, and listen to myself back. Hear the things I'm saying. <laughs> I don't hear it. <laughs> um. Yeah, so that's the most exciting thing that's other than the tropical storm in my house under construction. But that's it's been a busy couple weeks. That's pretty cool. We had well, I think the tropical storm only just arrived like 20 minutes ago and is less remarkable than than was expected here. So, well, there was there was real panic at my house because it's under construction. It literally my whole house. It's all plywood. Yeah. Um but that wasn't even the, the scary part. And we didn't have any real trees that came down. We just got a lot of rain and a little wind. But um, the contractors, God bless them. God bless them. Hardworking men. Uh, just leave shit everywhere from like nails to plywood to yeah. a giant dumpster in my driveway, none of which was secured. And so when I'm looking at the prediction of 50 to 60 mile per hour gusts, all I'm imagining is like my neighbor being decapitated Trash. by a flying piece of you know, metal debris ripped off my house or something. Right. And I'm like, oh, shit. So I had to run around uh, and scramble to get everything put together and covered. And I got a tarp for the dumpster and they took off all my gutters. Well, all my downspouts, <laughs> I should say. So the gutters were on right. just like dumping water all over the place. So I jerry rigged up a gutter. I'll send you a picture. It's very funny. But um, oh, it sounds awesome. Yeah, it was it was this all day Saturday. I ran around and then the, it came and it wasn't that bad. So that's good. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad that it was. But they were here today. They were here installing windows and doors in the rain today. Huh. It's crazy. I think they just really want to be out of my life uh, and away oh, from this house. You spent too much time together. It's honestly it's I think they just keep finding new problems and they're like, no, this house is cursed. We got to get out of here before something even worse happens. Right. And that would be yeah. Smart. Uh, I had so we had like Sunday morning. We had like fifteen minutes of like hurricane esque rain, and it was really windy. And that like that was all. But that fifteen minutes, like the wind was blowing at the perfect angle, where like when I got up, there was like water, like it had come through my my boot, my crappy windows, and Aww. like. It's like all over the the sill and the the blinds and stuff. It was gross. Oh, that's why I'm getting new windows eventually. Eventually, once they uh, hack them out of your current yes. walls, if they can manage to remove them, maybe I'll just have them put the new ones in like in front of the old ones. I think that's fine. Yeah, 
that's how it works, right? It's like wearing two condoms. You're just doubly safe. <laughs> right. That's what they did with the rest of my house. Like, there's another ceiling above my ceiling. It's like six inches up. I, I found one over it. I found a double wall I didn't know I had in the basement. So I, I actually had them cut in a brand new window where there wasn't one to bring yeah. some light in. And um, now the window is like awkwardly set really far back because <laughs> they're like, did you know there was a double wall there? And I'm like, no. How would I have known that? Um, so always surprises. It, it makes me wonder, like, how much space I could reclaim, like, like, how much space did this apartment lose to... <laughs> that would like, be really funny if you're like, wow, Colby, did you put on an addition? I see here you got a an extra 100 square feet. I said, no, just <laughs> just smart. It just, just ripped out several layers of, <laughs> of cosmetic plaster. <laughs> I still think we need to do a home improvement podcast. Uh, what a disaster it would be. I know all the things not to do. That would yep. be the, the gimmick would be, I'll just tell you what not to do. Exactly. What to look out for. We could, we could do it. It could be you and me and Matt. He has a house. He does. He does. Although he hasn't. He had, they had a really bad ant infestation when they first bought it. <laughs> um, but other than that, he hasn't mentioned to me anything major that's gone wrong. Has you, have you seen his tomato crop? By the way, Matt Mariani, the only person I know who still uses Snapchat um, stories. So oh. God bless him. But you got to get back on the Snapchat to look at the tomatoes this man is growing. Wow. Someone should show him Instagram. He, I begged him. <laughs> please. Matt, please. His wife's on Instagram. I say just post yeah, on her that, account. Even that's, that's fine. Right. That's that's the only updates I've got. I did see that they were she was like canning tomatoes or something. Yeah, well, he planted like six different kinds of tomatoes rather than different vegetables. And so he's got little ones and he's got big ones and they all look very nice. But I don't I, I was going to I kept asking him what he's going to do with them. And I guess saucing is the uh, the right answer. It's the move. I today I walked in on a squirrel absconding with a full tomato from my garden. Oh, I thought very you were going to say from inside your apartment. I was like, oh, no. oh, oh, that Colby, how'd they get in? Uh, no, well, you're, well, I mean, your garden is pretty stealable from. Yeah, isn't it? it's not super big. We tried to like jury rig some aftermarket uh, tomato protection, but it's not enough. It really, it's just made it hard for me to get tomatoes, but it's not made it any harder for the birds or the squirrels to get tomatoes. So you've just described most home security systems, <laughs> right, right? It's very inconvenient for me, but does nothing to stop the criminals. <laughs> uh, Honestly, why don't you just get a car battery and electrify it? I um I'm not strictly opposed. I feel like you'd really have to do your your squirrel murdering on the on the DL. Is I that think, against I, the policy of the place? I don't think it's against the policy, but I feel like there are Like there's a there's a percentage of the population just around who would be upset by that. I was going to say the other people who share plots at your community garden are probably not like pro hunting enthusiasts. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I grew up in a I grew up in Rhode Island, but I grew up in a you know what you might call the sticks of Rhode Island. Like both of my grandfathers actively shot squirrels, like with. BB guns, not BB guns, but like with with guns, out, like off, off their back porches, and for this reason, right? Because like squirrels and woodchucks like eat your tomatoes, and they get in. Like we had squirrels like get into the attic, and it was terrible. So, you know, it was a thing. But I don't think you can do that here. Well, I've got a high tech. I've got a uh, a mole problem in my yard, mm. um, and they've they, they've made a real mess. So I've gone with the high tech solution mainly because the poison did not work uh, that I got those sonic things you put in the ground uh, in the ground. Yeah. So kind of like stakes and they got a little solar panel thing on the top and you stick them in and they make a, uh, they make a, like a, but you can hear it. Like, it's not like sonic, like you can hear it. And what's I've got like eight of them around the yard. It drove me crazy at first. Cause I'm like, and I'm like, what the hell? My neighbors must think I'm a lunatic or something. Uh, and uh, they're all over. And I, it hasn't gotten worse. I don't know if it's really gotten better. Yeah. 
but wow i'll let you know rodents yeah it's crazy uh colby unless you've got any other general shenanigans yeah colby 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 my friend colby at um at the thing the thing that i'm doing at the recurse center there's a person who is there who started in the in the group before me whose name is kobe like his actual name is kobe c-o-b-y c-o-b-y one letter off from me which is crazy because i mostly respond to kobe because like there's a there's a subset of people who who just like that's what they call me and that's fine because there's no there's neither Kobe other colby's nor colby's around so it's it's fine if it's not a problem but it's su- suddenly become like relevant to my life where it's like do you mean me or 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 the the me with one less letter but this is where we gotta start workshopping your nickname this is right. this is where you need the alternate name well maybe coolby is Coolby. it coolby's good <laughs> i like that it makes you sound cool it makes you sound like like a cartoon cat or something <laughs> like, like from a kid's series or something. Cool. Be the cat teaches oh, kids yeah. not to do drugs and to respect the police or something. Right. Maybe I could be on Paw Patrol. Hey, the thing, there, which right? by the way, I Googled. So I saw an ad for Paw Patrol, the movie on my Roku. And so I actually yeah. Googled what Paw Patrol was. And I was like, this is so stupid. It's like dogs, right? Yes. Although they have cats now as well. Well, see that cool. Be the cat is, is, is is a member of the gang no they're like right but it's like you see in the ads where there's like the police dog and the fire dog and the like the ones the ambulance dog but then there's like when you get into like the lesser characters there's like a garbage truck dog and like some of these more p-level characters i think there's like a coast guard dog um very funny wow they have a I've whole underwater a whole underwater crew that is like in a submarine but they're dogs <laughs> but they're dogs and they have humans in the world because they have like a human kid and it's a human city. But the fire and rescue is made of dogs. The logic is really whack on Paw Patrol. I got to be honest. Sounds. Uh, and then they have a rival city that's always trying to screw up their city. It, that is how cities work. And, it, you know, they're they're But like they're causing actual issues like the fire and police have to respond to. So it's not like funny. <laughs> I don't know. I don't get it. But I'm also not a child. <laughs> wow and we grew up with you know the power rangers which made even less sense so what do i know right that's the thing i haven't i haven't watched in many years i remember the power rangers movie where they were all like roller skating at the beginning that's that's all i well, remember it was the 90s colby everyone was was bleeding <laughs> right it's pretty darn extreme yeah uh, it's, I, it's I, very extreme I was working with Matt on a bad movie list. I wanted to do a live commentary on. I may have to add Power Rangers, the movie to that list. That movie is awful. I think somehow we must have like had that movie. Cause like I've seen it multiple times. (laughs) I just remember large parts of being very boring, frankly. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's probably why all I remember is the rollerblading at the beginning. That was the most exciting part. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, go nineties. Um, all right. Well, we, we I think legally we have to talk about tech news. It's in the contract, uh, the unwritten contract yeah. with the fans. Uh, all, all really no news this week. Very quiet. There are a couple stories here in the rundown. If you'd like to talk about them, or if there's any other tech related topics you would like to bring to the show, we can talk about those as well. Uh fading out magnetic strips. I think I think here's what I think we should talk about this one because it's stupid and it's going to take 30 seconds. And then we should talk about the metaverse because I didn't really read it. Okay, the two good reasons. So we're going to do one story because it's quick and the other because you didn't read it. Our, our, our quality standards are off the chart. All right. Well, let's let's get to, let's get to this quick one. Then we'll breeze right through it. MasterCard is phasing out magnetic stripes on its cards starting in 2024 um the idea is that between chips and uh contactless payments you won't need the stripes anymore um 
originally credit cards. Have you ever been anywhere, Colby, ever purchased anything where they use the old flatbed imprinting machines where they where they slide it over the card? I feel like I don't think anyone's done that to my card, but I've definitely seen that happen. Maybe with my parents, maybe like just in movies, like old timey movies. But yeah, I know what you mean. It's a crazy concept. Um, But uh, starting in the 1990s, the global EMV chip standard was introduced. The standard we use today, 86% of in-person credit card transactions globally use EMV chips. We went to the chip standard in the U.S. a few years ago. Um, The... um, yeah, so that's you're right. That was quick. Um, now, do you know are our chips in the U.S. still different from the ones in Europe? Uh, in like annoying ways. From a technology perspective, I believe they're the same. From a does your bank work with their ATM kind of thing? That your your stuff may vary, but it's it's a global standard, right? Yeah, I remember when we. When Dan and I went to Europe a long time ago at this point, um, it was it we had we had recently gotten chips in many of our credit cards, but when we used them there, we still they no no one there at the time signed like they you didn't sign the receipt you just you had like a pin and yes. you put your pin into their into the little credit card machine which is a good idea a very good idea <laughs> but we ours worked differently and so you still had to sign the thing and literally every time you use your credit card the person would be like a pen like they would have to like rum it like leave and come back with <laughs> with a pen because no one had to do that except us i went on a, when i first started traveling to europe for work they had to get me a special chip card because i was going to europe so much and i went with a colleague one time and it was their first time with their company credit card chip and i think we were buying train tickets or something at the airport and i put my card in and i buy my tickets and they put their card in and they go why is it asking me for a pin i said well you got to put your pin in and they go, well, I don't know my pin. I said, well, I don't know your pin. You should have set this up before you left. And I had to buy all their stuff for the whole week because they didn't know what the pin was on their on their company card. Yeah, that's a nightmare. Pain Thank in the God butt. you were there. I know. I was a real life sayer. I knew my pin. I was prepared. That's good. That's my like travel nightmare. It's like just just something small that you could is totally excusable that you didn't know but like deeply inconvenient that you didn't know going in like the time i took a train two stops too far because i didn't realize there was a button you had to push to open the doors exactly or the time that we purchased uh tickets for the train but not reservations <laughs> so then we couldn't there was a train we just couldn't get on because we didn't have a reservation <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. I love that yeah. story. That's great. And that's how I visited Hamburg, Germany for 36 hours. <laughs> that's one of the, you know, it's so funny. When people travel with me, they always say like, they'll be like, oh, where's the restaurant? I'm like, oh, you go down two blocks and you take a left. And they go like, have you been here before? How do you know that? And I go, no, I've obsessively checked everything <laughs> weeks ago before we left. Like, I don't <laughs> screw around when I travel because I'm never, ever going to be that guy. No, who screws up and gets something wrong. You know what the worst part of that whole train thing is, is the only reason we were taking a stupid train is that I was like, oh, I want to take a train somewhere. I think it'd be cool. Colby, do you know when trains are the right answer? No, never. Trains (laughs) never. It is 2020. That's like saying, hey, Sean, when is a good time to take the horse and buggy? Colby, there's never a good time for that. We've moved past it. It's the future. We have planes that fly. Yeah, it's true. I don't know. You never know, Sean. They're, I heard they're putting like a bajillion dollars into Amtrak. They are. I, Amtrak has got to be some money laundering scheme or something, because it always seems like politicians are pushing money into Amtrak, and then I never see more trains. I don't know. I I just don't know. <laughs> I've been... I've... I've uh, so I've cha- taken a train three... I. 
I haven't paid for an Amtrak in like a year because I I'm just working through my like points from when I was taking Amtrak for work. It's very convenient to not have to pay for it. <laughs> yeah, well, they're they're working on the East West Rail here in Massachusetts, Colby. So you'll be able to take a train straight from Boston to my backyard. You lucky guy. Will it run more frequently than the uh, what's the one that goes that way now? <laughs> That, that they run one a day at like the least convenient time ever. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Cause I, I've looked, I looked at that train before when like considering how to get out to, to, to like to visit you specifically. And it was like, Oh, it, the, it departs Boston at five 30 in the morning and like arrives and, and it leaves like the one that comes back leaves Springfield at like 10 PM. And <laughs> well, that was the thing. It's like, this? I, when I was flying out of Logan a lot, it was like, I would love to take a train from Springfield so to convenient. the airport. Like, hell yeah. I'm all for that. And then it, it was like, whatever the, it was like, a 10 a.m. departure from here and then like a, a 5 p.m. arrival or whatever like it was a weirdly long oh. time and it was like the time no flights fly that like awkward midday time awful absolutely awful. how does it how does it take them so long to get there too like, well that's what they need only... a gazillion dollars for i guess there you go you know that's who knows maybe soon we'll we won't need our cars anymore we can just train scoot out to uh Springfield or whatever. Yeah, come on out. See, Colby, name one famous thing about Springfield you could come out here for. Basketball Hall of Fame, the biggie. Okay, that's two. Can you <laughs> name any more? Those no. are good, though. And you've been yeah. to one of those, so. Yeah, the biggie. I've never been to the Basketball Hall of Fame. Is there another sports Hall of Fame there? There's the Volleyball Hall of Fame in Holyoke. That's what I was thinking of. Yes. Not not quite the same. No, you can come out. You can go to the uh, MGM Grand Casino. You can, uh, you can, uh, it's the birthplace of Indian motorcycle. Uh, I think Merriam Webster is still headquartered here. The Dr. Seuss Museum. Colby, take the train. Come on out to Springfield. Springfield, you know our slogan. I don't know what it is. (laughs) It's, it's a place. I actually am going to look that up. Or, well, maybe, maybe the alternative, Sean, is we enter the metaverse and then we never have to go anywhere again. God, wouldn't that be great? Then I wouldn't have to try. There's a whole Wikipedia page, list of city nicknames in Massachusetts. Springfield, the birthplace of basketball, the city of firsts, the metropolis of Western New England. Love that. (laughs) That's awful. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, let's talk about the metaverse. We we got through uh, MasterCard pretty quick. Yep. Uh, in one of his classic awkward announcements, uh, Mark Zuckerberg is here to welcome you to the Facebook metaverse. What do we mean by that? Well, uh, he talks about, uh, Facebook working on, uh, as a metaverse company, um, where they will, he calls it the embodied internet. It just gets creepier and creepier. But what they actually talked about is a new piece of software called Horizon Workrooms, uh, it's an open beta, beta for the Oculus Quest, and it is a uh, VR experience specifically for people, for people to work together in. Um, it's basically a, a meeting room, more or less. You can have up to 16 people in a workroom together with an additional 34 people over video call without needing a headset. And there's also a companion desktop app that lets you uh, beam a live feed of your computer uh, into the virtual space. And, of course, with the eye track, hand tracking and front-facing cameras, uh It'll show your hands moving and all kinds of cool stuff like that. Um, you can draw on a big drawing pad or a giant whiteboard. Um, it's in beta, so it's a little buggy, but um, you know it's got spatial audio. So when someone walks in, people are walking around, their audio will move around. Um, yeah, that's the the general concept. My high-level comments on this are, A, the avatars look like Miis, like the Nintendo Nintendo Wii, like, people that you would create. They look like, they look like someone tried to make them, like, slightly more, like, photorealistic, but they didn't try that hard. But they're like worse the hair- than that. They're worse than Miis, because Miis were fun and charming. 
Well, right. It's like they <laughs> they went they tr- they try they in trying to make them slightly more realistic. They made it super weird. It's the uncanny valley of me's, and I, I hate it. <laughs> and I hate it because it, it's also very herky jerk because it is doing the real time tracking, which is kind of yeah. okay at best. Right. And do you think now the people using this, do they have to have like little sticks in their hands to for this to work? Uh, no. If you're using the Quest, it uses the cameras in it to... Oh. I, now, maybe if you're drawing on a board or something, you do. But just for the basic hand tracking, I don't believe you do. Cool. Um, Weird. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm going to try and be positive on this stuff. Um. Uh, is it great? No. Is it a usable first? Like, I remember, like, the Second Life era. Remember when companies were talking about having meetings in Second Life, and it was so stupid? Like, this I could actually be like, you know, if I'm a guy, and you know this, Colby, you're a work-from-home guy. I mean, if I'm working over Zoom 24-7, if they said, you know what, if my company said, we're going to send you a VR headset, we don't have to do every meeting in it, but to mix it, like, yeah, okay, I would like, I would try it, and it would probably suck. But it, it's just different. I don't know. I, I can't fault them for doing something different, I guess. Yeah, I would try Like, there is a part of me that wants to try it. Because I, I use, like, the, like, first, like, alpha, like, dev kit thing of the first Oculus or something that some one of our college peers his like friend had one because his friend had like a weird VR blog or something. Yep. But the, I haven't used the VR thing since then. I don't think uh, I put so, on one of those like original dev headsets and got sick immediately. Now I also yeah. know it's because it was like very different. I feel like I'd be okay with the tech now, but I put it on and I'm like, this is cool. And I hate it. <laughs> right. And I'm about to throw up. Yes. That was, I think, one of the things, one of the things we did, there was a thing where you just kind of, like, walked around, and, like, that was okay, but then there was, there was something else where, like, stuff was moving, or it was, like, a roller coaster or something, I was like, nope, can't, can't do that, um, but that's, a, yeah, that's what I was, like, it does seem, I would love to, I'm intrigued to try it, but, like, Hey, I'm not going to buy myself an Oculus thingy. Well, be, but that's I'd the put... thing. I keep thinking about buying one of these Oculus things. It's like they Maybe... just keep adding more cool, like not necessarily cool, but they keep adding more stuff to it. And the prices aren't ludicrous. How much does, how much does one of the, the like modestly priced? I, 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 that's what I was just looking up. So this, you need the quest Two. Um, they're out of stock, so the website isn't telling me what the price is. That's annoying. So let's try That's this somewhere normal. else. Uh, uh, it's a $500 headset. Which isn't cheap, but it's not no. out of... I mean, an Apple Watch is 500 bucks, right. you know? If I had a job, I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> that. That line is right up there with, if I won the lottery, I would... <laughs> I was really counting on the vaccine lottery, but <laughs> the Vaximillions isn't going to buy you an Oculus Quest. I hate to break it to you, but um, but yeah, the, I keep seeing all the cool stuff that come out, and I'm like, God, this is kind of like I watch TV on a TV like an idiot. I could be watching it in my VR headset, right? Infinitely large TV. And then if you, me, and Dan got one, we could do the show in a workspace. Let's see, that's what I was. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's like maybe. What this is building to is that we all need to take collectively as a as a don't panic family. We need to take the Oculus Quest challenge. Okay, how about this? We can record the show in VR. There's a website I've used them before called Lens Rentals, and they rent like camera equipment and stuff, and they're good. And they ship it to you in like a nice case, and you have it, and then they give you the return label. We you can do a seven day rental of an Oculus Quest two for forty one dollars. Oh my god! That might be a pre- now. The only thing is the shipping is it, that doesn't include <laughs> no. It, well, you laugh, but it is like twenty five dollars. But still, you're under a hundred bucks. You're you're not, you know. 
Ooh, I mean, that I could get on board with that. Maybe it'll change our lives. That might be a fun because I never think to like rent this stuff I want to try but not own. Right. And I forget that people uh, I forget that people do it. Yeah. With with shipping and tax, it would be seventy four dollars for a week. I mean, that kind of seems like a lot. I mean, it's less than $500 for a thing that that's, I'm never going to use again. That's also true. <laughs> that's also true. But I have to do, so whenever I decide if I'm going to buy some pricey electronic, I do the, I look at the rental, but then you also have to look at the eBay market where it's like, if I bought it, used mm. it for two months and eBayed it, if that cost me like a hundred bucks, then for like a couple months that, you know. That's true. I've definitely done that a lot. That's how I bought a, like a $500 piece of equipment to digitize all my family's home videos. Right. And I swear to God, I sold it for like $520. Cause at the peak of the <laughs> pandemic, like you, they weren't that you couldn't get them. And so I actually made money on it after owning it That's for awesome. years. It was great. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. I did that a little while ago too. Like I bought like a couple years old Android phone for like $120. It was great. It's still here. I don't use it for anything now. But. <laughs> Well, good. Sell it and and use your profit to go buy an Oculus headset. Yeah, that's that's true. As long as I get like a hundred bucks for it, you know. Right, we'll, I, I, yeah, go ahead. We'll review this. We'll review this uh, proposal with Dan. Yes, we will go over it with. We'll look into the don't panic budget. <laughs> things have been really tight since we lost our uh, Amazon affiliate uh, status. <laughs> but we'll, I, Sean, I built out all that crazy crap on the website to like. It's all my fault. Well, why you had to go committing fraud? Although I will. Well, first of all, it's unintentional. Well, okay, no, it's unintentional, Affiliate mostly unintentional fraud. fraud. But also, why don't you go open an Amazon Associates account? They're not going to know. I don't think so. Not if you register with a totally different email address and bank address. <laughs> okay. So feel feel free. Ha- have all of our lifetime earnings, ex- which if you exclude my possibly illegal linking, uh, I think was like seven dollars. So it's all yours, champ. We worked hard for that seven dollars. Yeah. I don't actually, to be honest with you, I don't think we ever actually even got it. I don't remember there ever being a deposit. So they said it was <laughs> seven, and then I'm sure some bullshit fees made sure we never actually got it. Wasn't it like? I remember talking about this. Wasn't isn't it like you have to, like you're you you're getting you're accruing the money but there's some threshold that you yes. have to reach before they ever pay you yep and the and threshold and i'm sure it's more than seven and by the way i think like four or five of those dollars was from the time you bought those bone bone conducting headphones using our <laughs> link which was i think i think still holds a record for the most expensive thing anyone ever bought using one of our affiliate links so thank you which which is also probably fraud because i'm the affiliate but yeah we got away with that that was our slap on the wrist and then they caught us when I made like right. forty dollars in referral money, <laughs> Amazon's a small company; they need every penny they can get. It's a trap. Yep. So, oh boy, there you go, virtual reality, man! It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Well, that is that. Um, we can talk about one of the other two stories or we can move on to picks. What do you say, sir? Picks. 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 By the way, I got a new iPhone. Did you? Yeah, Is I cracked the, the screen on my old one. And so the company uh the company bought me a new phone, which was very nice. So I got the twelve in the blue. Nice. And now I actually I like have I I used to never have a case on my phone and I only ever broke one phone in my whole life. And now that I broke another, I've given up and I put a case on it, which I hate. I hate it, but yeah, yeah, it's not ideal. But maybe someday they'll figure out how to make phones out of something besides glass, or just make concrete floors softer. I'll settle for there either. You go. I mean, is that really that an out of out of bounds dude. request? I don't think <laughs> so. Pretty reasonable. I wonder what we spend more on, like just collectively as a as a world every year, like concrete floors or phones. Yeah, and to be fair, lots of your iPhone doesn't break on many surfaces. Everything breaks on a concrete floor. Think about that. Yep, concrete tile. That's pretty much it, though. It's a death asphalt, maybe. But like, even then, I feel like it's the concrete that gets you. Yep. So. 
So long to my 10R. Hello to my 12. You got any MagSafe accessories? I don't. I feel like no. that never went anywhere. Like I'd, I'd be happy to have some mag safety, but I, I don't know. I just it, like it being a whole separate thing that you had to buy separately. Just uh, never got there. Maybe I should go to the store and like try it out, and then I'll, I'll think it's really cool. I also like the last time I bought wireless chargers, I was disappointed in them. Yeah, they're hit or miss. They're hit, but I don't know. Is it faster? We're getting off topic. Is MagSafe theoretically, what's the advantage other than the magnet? I don't know if there's any advantage other than the mag. Right? Well, but that would be dumb because I put mine on my regular charger and it charges just fine wirelessly. I don't, what, it, it, like I never miss it. You know, it's never like I'm aiming and I miss it. See, I do miss it. Actually, the thing I do is um actually i would especially do it like the 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 android phone that i got on ebay that we were just talking about it's completely black and the the wireless charger i have is also black so sometimes i would put this i would put this on the wireless charger and then i would go to put my iphone on the wireless charger not realize there was a phone on there put my iPhone on and like, I wouldn't, you know, 12 hours later when I woke up and my phone was completely dead, that was when I would realize my mistake. That is amazing. I, I, I am, I am impressed by people who miss the wireless charger. Well, my phone yeah. didn't charge last night. <laughs> it's a challenge, man. It's eye, hand-eye coordination. I, I guess I think that probably happened to me once. And so now I like, triple check that the right. phone has actually started charging but well it's not a great experience either i did some quick googling i actually happen to have in front of me my two pad um anchor wireless charger that according to the amazon page charges at seven and a half watts on an iphone uh, the magsafe charger charges at 15 watts so it's twice as fast that's a lot of watts it is zippy um, and part of that, I think it's cause it's uh, a 20 watt USB-C power adapter. Oh, they don't even include mm -hmm. the power adapter. Right. Those sons of a bitches. You buy the charger for $40 and they got spent another $20 getting the power adapter. Rude. Shame on them. Shame Classic. on them. Anyway, getting off topic here. Uh, what's your pick this week, Colby? I decided, well, I'm try. I tried to do this in the past where I was like, you know what? I'm going to read RSS feeds. Yes. Instead of Twitter. I don't love know. it. I don't go on Twitter anymore anyways, which means I miss out on stuff. And a random aside. I think what I need to do is delete all my followers, all my followees on Twitter and just follow like you and Dan. So I know what you're talking about when you talk about what Dan posted on Twitter. <laughs> That's all. And then, yeah. And then I can turn on notifications. I can get notifications. No problem. In any case, I tried to use that like Feedly one, the RSS reader thing. It was like fine. It was not very good. So I, I decided to like, I wanted to like re up and try this again. Um, and I looked up, you know, I Googled like, what's the best RSS reader for iOS and Macintosh? And everything said Feedly, but I didn't want to use Feedly again because I didn't like it. And then the second pick, I think it's iOS only is this app called Reader. Reader. It has a lot of E's. It's all E's, no A's. Reader 5. And it looks like, you know, just like a regular Mac app. And it, it is. It's a regular Mac app. And it works. It works great. It does the thing. Like, syncs over your iCloud, so you don't really have to do anything. Um, it does a bunch of things that I don't use. Uh, but mostly I like it. It kind of syncs in the background, which I don't... I recall Feedly not really doing, but... Maybe it did if you like paid for it or something. 
it does cost some amount of money for both the Mac and iOS versions, but it's like a one-time, uh, it is not a subscription, which is a novelty nowadays. Yeah, that's impressive. Uh, yeah, $9.99 on the Mac app store, $4.99 on the iOS store. Yeah. So, I don't know. I've been using it for a couple weeks. I think my verdict is if you use the Apple ecosystem and you want a, f- a feed reader, it's a pretty good choice. Check it out. You know, I'm, I'm a big RSS guy. Going back to my Google reader days. Um, back back when that was a thing. Uh, and then I moved to Feedly and I've been using Feedly. I don't really like it, but I was a Windows guy. Now I'm a Mac guy. I'm going to try Reader. I think Feedly is kind of, it's fine, but I find it kind of mediocre. So I'm, I'm legitimately going to give this a shot. Great pick. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't really do anything, which is fine. That's, that's, I don't want it to do anything. I just want to read this, the articles. I love RSS feeds. Uh, I think yeah. a way underrated way to, to get your info. It's a good way to get like, well, this might be a a me work specific thing, but like all like the important programming tools that you use, like they all have RSS feeds because they're the kind of people who make blogs. Um, So it's a great way to get news about like, oh, a new version of this thing is being released. Just pop in the RSS feed and like, boom. Yeah, I wonder too... um... I'd have to look up if you can turn a Twitter feed into RSS. Like if there were a handful mm. of, of Twitter feeds, like you just had to have, and there was no blog that went with them. Oh my God. If you could set that up, I'm sure it exists. If that's not a thing, I'm going to build it. So <laughs> I then, then I don't even have to do any Twitter stuff. I can just follow your and Dan's at Sean Jennings as an RSS feed. We're going backwards in time, buddy. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a good idea next next up the uh the message we'll have a message board you can chat on i'm absolutely gonna build that if it's not a thing that's awesome good pick reader reader five check it out on your respective app store uh my pick this week colby as i mentioned uh in my ever going buying things for my house saga um i need light fixtures uh, but these days, A, they're hard to find because of manufacturing delays, but also B, I needed outdoor lights. Um, and there aren't as many as you would think. And most lights these days are very similar to each other. Like there's not a big variety. So your Home Depot's and your Lowe's, it's not great. Lampsplus.com um, is a, uh, it's all in the name. It's Lamps Plus. They sell lamps and other various lighting fixtures. I just picked up some outdoor lights for the front and sides of my house. Um, that got shipped in, no problem. The prices, it, it's a more premium lighting. You know, this isn't your like $50 Home Depot lights. I mean, these are nice, nice lights, but they ship nice. They have a free return policy if you don't like it. Uh, and, and I will say they have a very good variety, which most sort of generic home center websites don't have. Uh, and the stuff shipped quick, um, n- no complaints from me. So if you're looking for some, uh, fun lighting to mix it up. Um, you're, you're definitely going to get some inspiration and some cool ideas from lampsplus.com. Lamps Plus. This is cool. I have had that experience too, where it's 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 really can be really difficult to find lights. I know my parents. My parents just moved to a new house, and they they had a terrible time trying to find. Like my mom ended up like they had to move in, so they ended up getting a bunch of lights that like they don't like at all but like they had to put lights in um yeah it's it's tough to i feel like there's like no middle ground at stores it's either like the home depot lights that are all like exactly the so same. generic yeah right or it's like the weird like designer store you know the the like mid-level designer stores where they're like super weird Yep. It's like like spikes going everywhere. It's like I want a like normal light that doesn't look like the the like bulb light that every Home Depot light looks like, but like not super weird. Can it well, can you accommodate me in some way? It, no one can. It, no. Well, I I'm moving to um black fixtures in my bathroom, so it's like my tub faucet and handle and shower head are all matte black. My sink handle, so I wanted a matte black metal mm-hmm. light. 
Yeah. Um, Home Depot carries like three of them. Uh, it's very hard to find. But I will say the other thing that's really scary about lights is, and this is true, by the way, of the whole internet, because it's moved in this direction. I cannot tell what is a quality product versus what is a drop ship from China cheaply made product anymore. <sighs> yeah. You know what I'm talking about? And it's not just Amazon. It's everybody these days is doing it where they allow third party sellers or they just you know slap a new name on something. Lamps are just like that. Like I've been on some of these websites where I'm like, that light looks cheap as hell. Lamps Plus, they are made in China, but at least they're of good quality because you're spending a good dollar amount and they're a legitimate website, which I like. <laughs> it's an actual business. Yeah, like ma being made in China is not necessarily indicative of poor quality, but yeah, that's nice. That's what Wayfair is yeah. so, so... Scares the shit out of me. Right. It like, yeah. I feel like I know that on Amazon. Like everything I buy on Amazon is like, is this from a like a brand or is this just like some hot garbage? And it's like, it's usually hot garbage. But like Wayfair, it seems more legit somehow. Well, and that's why I tell people is, you know, as somebody who works at a company whose product is sold in Home Depot and Lowe's stores, like they check your shit. Like you can't just put anything into one of those stores. So when you buy something you know is like officially signed off on by Home Depot, at least there is a minimum level of quality. <laughs> like it, you may right. not love it. Did, but... There may be a maximum level right. of quality. Yes, but exactly. Minimum level. They're gonna hit that, that sweet spot right in the middle, that nougat center man. They're they're gonna they're gonna do it. But um but when you got like a Wayfair or something like that, or Walmart.com has been I don't know if you've been to Walmart.com. They their third party is so out of control with the most bullshit stuff. It's it's absolutely wild. So no, be be careful what you're buying out there because uh, you never know what you're going to get. You know what I learned recently, as in within the last two days, I I love IKEA. Everybody loves yeah. IKEA, right? But there's IKEA's shipping is terrible. Oh like, yeah, no, you got to go to the store. You, right. If you you order too much, like it's going to come on some weird like third party box truck, and you're going to get like a three hour window and like they're not going to give you all the stuff like so bad, but there's an Ikea store on Amazon now and you can buy a oh, really? lot of Ikea stuff on That's Amazon. They'd make yeah. so much money with good e-commerce. E I mean, I think people everywhere. I mean, of course, it's a yeah. no brainer. And then you let Amazon right. handle, the, handle the logistics. Smart. Right. And it seems like I, I only looked very briefly, but it seems like it's uh it's not everything. Like you can't find like the full furniture. Which is fine, but it's like the the you know modestly sized things, like all the kitchen stuff, and like I don't know. Well, I guess I'm bankrupt so now. Out. Thanks, yeah, Colby. Right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, now there's no barrier to me buying a ton of IKEA stuff. <laughs> Thanks, Champ. Yeah. Um. Maybe. That's great. No. Uh. Cool. Well, some good picks there. Um. And that is that. That's the end of the program. Very, very nicely done. Uh, Looks like we made it. I will wrap it up simply by teasing up for debate, as I do almost every week. Colby, we just finished Furious 7, a movie we both enjoyed that's pretty off the walls crazy. And next week, we're <laughs> going to be doing uh, The Fate of the Furious, um, which is going to be, I think, a really fun movie. Uh, I'm excited. We're continuing this series all month long and into September. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun amazing so check that out over at up for debate tv wherever you get podcasts of course this show is at don'tpanic.io our wonderful website you know colby believe it or not we um i was on our website the other day we finally lapped a year of having this new website and every time i uploaded a new show i would go back and fix the this week in pickstory where the links were bad yeah all the links are good now we did it. We did it. So so you can now get the full eight plus year history of this show and all of our picks on the website at any given time. Like uh, in the past, Colby, you picked Venmo in 2013. Good pick. You picked oh, yeah. four square parentheses. It's new in 2014. Uh, Batman Arkham Knight. Good pick. Episode 100. You did. Uh, oh, yeah. What is 20,000 hertz? Is that a podcast? That was a podcast. Yeah. Or it may still be a podcast. I don't listen to it anymore. And last year you picked the Breville Immersion Blender. 
Mm. So yeah, very very nice job. Uh, so I can't check that I out. only picked that last year. Yeah, I must crazy? have picked it after having it for a while. Yeah, that's you were looking around your house for something to pick, and that was right. the first thing you saw. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. So go you to the know, website. You know, say what you will about the don't panic it uh, department, <laughs> but <laughs> I feel like the the we have like managed several several website transitions like pretty spectacularly i think uh we have not lost any data no and there's a lot of data so that you're good and like we really could have there was the the infamous time where we got <laughs> locked out of the server and and face the facebook authentication api we were using got shut down so like we actually couldn't get into the website <laughs> It was a dark day in podcasting, man. Yeah, and we we made it out somehow. We got that data. We, we have all these picks now. They're they're thanks to your tireless efforts. They're there's all a, correct. There's again. a little toggle at the top, so I can go audio or video. I mean, this is great. My only regret is that we don't have like a like a downloaded snapshot of all the websites that are defunct now, because like a lot of Let's be honest. Dan's like weird app picks are like all defunct now. <laughs> they don't like the Windows Windows tools that would that we used to throw around. I and... would love you shouldn't do this, but I think it would be great if you could set up a system that just pinged all the URLs that we picked just to see because yes. there are some I've clicked on that are just literally like don't go anywhere. Right. Um, yeah. I can do that. I can do that. I could just run through them all. Colby, your time is valuable. Please don't waste it on our website. Thank you. (laughs) Well, Uh, but it's great. It's a great website. Go there. Check it out. Make Colby's time valuable by going and checking out our website. Don'tpanic.io. It's very nice. Uh, And of course, subscribe to the show wherever you get podcasts. It's the best way to get us in your feed. Whenever we do a new episode with the video version on YouTube, you can see Charlie the cat on the video. So that's pretty cool. Um, hanging out uh of course you can follow us at don't picture on twitter and emails don't panic show at gmail.com do it you definitely should uh we'll be back next time with more tech news and more dan miller but until then he's colby i'm sean thanks for being here we'll see you on another great episode of the don't panic This has been a Coffee and Beer production, executive produced by Dan Miller, Colby Rabideau, and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.